0: Hi, I'm Keely Duncan, and you are listening to the Strong and Beautiful Women podcast, where strong and beautiful women share their stories. I want you to listen, be inspired, and believe in your own strength and beauty, because I believe we are all so strong, so beautiful, and so much more. Okay, so today's guest is someone so special and near and dear to my heart. She is not only one of the wisest people I know, but she also happens to be my aunt. She has lived this life so boldly and so well. I'm so lucky to have her as a mentor in my life. She is going to tell her story and talk about everything from a father's love or lack thereof, I should say, living in a broken family, handling divorce, single parenting, overcoming depression, and learning to love and trust again. She actually had so much to say and I wanted everyone to be able to process and learn from all of it. So I'm splitting her interview into two parts and you'll hear from her again next week. From a totally different part of her story. There's a lot of difficult things we broach, and she was so brave to talk about all of it. So, I really hope you enjoy and take something away from this interview with Kim. All right, Aunt Kim, thank you so much for coming today. I'm so glad you're here. And, um, you know, I just really appreciate you. I think you have so many good things to say. And so much advice to give. You've been through the ups and downs of life, and I think we could all benefit from your advice. Thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm honored. Yeah, of course. Um, I want to start <laughs> with the beginning, and um, when you were little, and um, since you are my mom's sister, I know a little bit. But I want you to talk about your childhood a little bit. Um, Growing up, there's four siblings Yes, and, <laughs> and <laughs> yes. Um, a single mom, mm-hmm. and do you remember that? What was it like with your dad? Do you remember him being around or when he left?
1: You know, I, I remember just certain things. I really don't remember them together mm-hmm. at all. Um, I remember when he left. And I remember when mom sat all of us down in the boys room <laughs> <laughs> and she my grandmother was in the living room laying on the couch. I don't know how I remember so vividly some of this, but she just sat us down and told us that he wasn't coming home. And I remember my brother, um, one of my brothers, you know, getting tearful and this just a really somber moment. I don't remember much about what happened after that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just know that that had to be really hard for my mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I remember though before that that I went into my mom and dad's room, and I knew he hadn't been home a lot. So um, I went into. I was. I guess I was sneaky. I don't know. I went into. I, can,
0: <laughs> I think you were a sneaky kid. I, I was. Be. I will admit that. I
1: can That's... picture that. Um, but I, I snuck into their bedroom, and I opened up one of the drawers that I knew was his, and there was nothing there. Mm. And so that was my first clue that, okay, something's going down. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of knew. But um, before all that, I don't know if it was before or after. I just remember, you know, Mom, hearing Mom talk about it some and, you know, about where, where he was mm-hmm. and... <laughs> She would drive by this woman's house, and his boat would be there, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, you know, we just have some of those memories, but I just don't remember a whole lot about him. Um, You know, once they split up, and he was trying, or so he said, he was trying to see us, you know, he would call and say he was coming. It was supposed to be his weekend, and Mm -hmm. he would call and say, well, I'm running late, and then he'd call another hour later and say... Okay, it's going to be a little bit lighter. And then he would finally call and say he wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that just that just did a lot of damage as a kid, you know. But um, it really kind of drew us all closer mm-hmm. as siblings. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, Mom depended on us a lot to kind of handle ourselves. You know, she was working. She had to go to work full time. And I think, you know, that was really hard for her because... She was all about taking care of her kids, and you know that's that was her biggest joy mm-hmm. was taking care of us.
0: Mom used to tell us that she fell asleep to the sound of the vacuum cleaner. Oh, my She also cares about keeping a clean house. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, she does. Um Goodness, there were. She had this, I guess, schedule. You know, she had four kids to get ready. I was seven. Yeah. Well. I was the youngest. Mm-hmm. So um and we were all really close in age. But um she had to make sure that we all got up, got ready, and at night she would fix dinner. And at one point I remember I would fix dinner. I I became like mm-hmm. I guess the little mom in the afternoons, you yeah. know. But um she did. She would stay up late. Clean house. I mean, it was two o'clock in the morning. She would be vacuuming, and then she would get up at the next morning at like six thirty and start it all over again.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know how she kept her teeth. Yeah, don't know how
0: she did it. Wow, and that's probably why you're such a good cook now. And (laughs) mom, I'm sorry, but (laughs) that that, that (laughs) fell on it, Kim, instead of you. (laughs) I know you're listening. (laughs)
1: actually, I always had a love for that. And I think part of that came from mm-hmm. actually my dad's mom. Um, I, I would spend okay. summers with her. Okay. And she would sit me on a little stool next to her, give me my little ball of dough and let me think I was really cooking something cool, you know? <laughs> You're rolling dough. <down. laughs> I'm rolling dough. <laughs> but
0: but she, you know, she really had a lot to do with that as well. So, yeah. So what emotions did you feel about the whole process just if you could speak to kids out there right now whose parents are going through splitting up, is there any advice you have with it? I mean, I know at one point he was in court saying like picking and choosing the children that he wanted to keep custody of and saying like the rest of you can kind of fall by the wayside. (laughs) Yes. So there, I know there's some deep emotion there.
1: There is. And you know, it's been a lifelong journey of figuring out who I was because um, you know a lot of what was said and and I don't want to say you know it was done wrong because you know my mom had she was left with four young kids by herself and I would be better bit, you know mm-hmm. I would be you know really upset with that but there are just, a lot of things that were said and implicated as far as, you know, my dad leaving us and, mm-hmm. and you know, didn't love us and that kind of thing. And um, I think that really stuck with me yeah. through the years. So what I would say to children is that, you know, it's not the kid's fault. They didn't ask to be in that mm-hmm situation, you know, and, and at some point there was, you know, love that brought them into this world. Right. So, um, you know, and, and just to parents, I would speak to, you know, leave the kids out of it. Yeah. The kids had nothing to do with their problems in their relationship. And, um, it took me a long time to figure out, and I've kind of just, replaced my earthly dad mm-hmm. with my heavenly father you yeah. know i like your mom and i have talked about this often you know he was not present so um you know god is our father and he's the perfect father yeah so amen you know <laughs> i just uh, i would just really caution parents just to not you know, involve the kids in their battles. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, it probably it took you a long time, probably, to let go of some of those lies you believed about it being <laughs> like you being unloved and.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that has taken years, mm-hmm. and and I would say I was probably in my forties, late forties, mm-hmm. before that ever you know, stuck with me that my value and my worth came from God and not, you know, how I was treated by an Mm -hmm. earthly father.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, how important or how key was it, I guess, um, having such a strong single mother as an example for you?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, Well, later on in life, it would be great because, I mean, she just, she wanted to make sure that number one we had the foundation the Christian foundation of you know knowing who God was and you know being being good Christians and you know just to us to church every time the doors were open yeah. <laughs> and you know and I know she resented having to go back to work
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she worked hard she taught us like and she's still working. Oh, yeah. 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 77 and still going strong. How many years has she been? A secretary? Yeah. Well, an administrative assistant. An administrative assistant. assistant. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, Excuse me. That's okay. She started as a secretary. Um, she has done that role, I want to say 45
0: years. Wow. Yeah. She's been there quite. a while. And she doesn't want a big retirement party. No. I'm like, no, but you know. She does not want that attention. She doesn't she want attention at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's coming. but It is. Grandma. if you're listening, <laughs> you're going to get a
1: big party. That's it. Oh she has um, an amazing work ethic. And
0: she, I think she has taught us all that. hmm Yeah. And then, you know, later on in life, you're going through your own divorce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... How old were you?
1: I'm trying to remember. You know, I was thinking about that. I think when I went through my divorce, it was uh, 29, 30, something like that. We had okay. one good year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe
0: two. Um, you brought Hallie into this world. Oh, yes. Which was yeah, so she's important. She's the blessing.
1: Yeah. Yes. Definitely yeah. the blessing.
0: And um, I guess just as you're going through that... And now the tables have turned, and you're comforting Hallie through this. Um, is there anything, you know, even if, if you're not a parent, if you're a teacher, we see it a lot, um, friend, what what can we do for our kids? Um, I know you said try and keep it between the parents. Yes. Leave them out of it. Was there anything else?
1: Um, really, one of the things that um, I did with Hallie and – whether right or wrong. I, number one, never said anything derogatory about her dad. Mm -hmm. Which Um, I'm sure was hard at times. There were times it was hard. I mean, he had, you know, ruined my trust. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a time he left, actually, before she was born. So Mm -hmm. she really never knew us together. Together, gotcha. (laughs) But um, there were some... You know battles for visitation and that kind of thing that were that were difficult and um i just with her i i wanted to give her a safe place to take her emotions when she needed to mm-hmm. um when she was about four or five we moved back to chattanooga for me to go to school and um he was want her dad was wanting to see her on the weekends, and um, that was really tough because I would travel up here, stay with you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome. Yes, and um, I, that was really hard for her, and the move was hard for her. So I just wanted to give her a good, safe place to go and you know, talk about her emotions. So I took her to counseling. I heard, you know mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you and Cassidy talking about counseling. We love counseling. It is it's just a great safe place to take, you know, your emotions and, and your, you know, ideas or problems and have somebody objective to mm-hmm. give you advice. Yeah. So yeah. that that was helpful. And um, you know, just allowing The children to express themselves yeah yeah
0: because they're going through as you know going through a whole range of emotions oh yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and then later there were some you know daddy daughter issues that I had had Mm -hmm. you know that I felt like she might have so we just talked about them I really didn't hide a lot from her I mean we talked very frankly about Those kind of things.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to talk openly about it and not sweep it under the rug. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, you know, this might be kind of selfish, but I'm kind of at the age where people who I feel like are having babies are getting divorced. And that's unfortunate. It it doesn't always have to be one or the other, but it it does seem like that happens right now. And I just want to know from like a friend's perspective... Was there support that you felt like you feel like, oh, every friend should do this if your friend's going through a divorce or if, um, there's things they shouldn't say that things that weren't helpful. (laughs) What, can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Um, you know, there are, there is a time to be angry. Mm -hmm. Um, I think not holding on to that anger, it's okay to go there. There was, I mean... I went through some really bad depression and some really, you know, it took me a long time to get angry, Mm -hmm. but, you know, just maybe allowing as a friend, allowing those emotions, but not feeding into Mm -hmm. them so much and and letting them fester, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's important. Um, and then, you know, really just, being there and you may get to hear the same story over and over again yeah but just being patient through that is helpful I had some very good friends your
0: mom being one of
1: them god bless her heart (laughs) (laughs)
0: um what about that depression you said you had a little bit what did that look like for you and how did you cope with it um well
1: not well (laughs) initially um you know, I had the foundation of not having a lot of self worth anyway, okay. and not feeling loved and or lovable, and so when when you know my ex husband chose someone else, you know that was just like another blow mm-hmm. to that self esteem, and so I um, I was so depressed that I did try to commit suicide. But I was, um, you know, I was just really distraught. I saw no hope. Mm-hmm. I saw, you know, just, and this was before, you know, I was pregnant with Hallie or anything, because I did end up taking him back later. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. but I, I went through a lot of counseling. Yeah. And, um, you know, finally just realized that it has, <laughs> it has taken years. You know, to get past that. And, mm-hmm. and what has worked for me is knowing my self-worth in God's eyes. Yeah. And um, I think I told you on the phone that, you know, we, I, if I don't start my day in God's Word, you know, just with something or, you know, just an inspirational book or, you know, something mm-hmm. that's positive, you know, if I do that consecutively, <laughs> then I start really getting depressed again. So I just mm-hmm. have to really... This is
0: what works for me, and, you know, this is how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just getting past it. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't... I want to make it really clear that um, there are so many different ways to combat anxiety, depression, oh. and if if it's... Um, essential oils or if it's meditation if it's yoga if it's medication Medication. that is yeah (laughs) Yeah. like we are not shaming medication not at all for everybody it's different
1: it Mm -hmm. is I was on some medication for a while um but it just didn't agree with my body so um you know each person has to figure out what works for them but I mean you know I told you that the verse that comes to my head just about every day I have a down day is um, Psalm 30 in verse 5 where it just talks about there's tears in the night but joy comes in the morning mm-hmm. so you know I just kept giving it one more day yeah. you know just just give it that one more day and see, yeah. see what changes and now that I'm on the other side of it I'm just like oh my goodness yeah. it's blessing after blessing
0: well um Thank you for being so brave and sharing that. I know that's not easy to talk about.
1: It's not, but I feel like it's so essential. I hear so many stories of people who just have lost hope, especially in this world mm-hmm. and um if if my story can help somebody that's great mm-hmm. um you know because I have been there and it it's not pretty it's not it's not an easy thing to overcome. It has taken tens. Twenty years, yeah, to overcome that. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know, right after your divorce, you did you want to find love again? Were you interested in that? Not really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I saw my mom take care of four kids by herself, mm-hmm. and so I thought, you know what? If that's where I'm gonna be. It's just gonna be me and Hallie, and I want to do something that I enjoy because I'll be working the rest of my life. And that's when I went to school. I moved back home with Grandma. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> went went back to school for a long time. It seemed like forever. hmm. Um, and it was,
0: you know, it was tough, but. That's where my mindset was. Yeah, that's what you had seen growing up was a single mom taking care of four kids. So you thought, this is it. This is it. i got to go back to school so I can work and be single Mm -hmm. and take care of my kids. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, God had other plans. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And what would you say... To any woman who's trying to pick themselves back up again, whether it's after divorce or depression or financial situation, trying to raise a family, going back to school, what would you say? Um, well, find your passion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that really helps. Um, And then, you know, I was so blessed, am so blessed with such an awesome support system You know, through my siblings, my family, um, my church. I mean, just... Surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, just work hard at it. I always told myself (laughs) I was working full-time, a full-time mom, going to school full-time, living with my mom at the age of 33. Yeah. (laughs) So... No shame. (laughs) No shame. But... You know, I told myself I had 24 hours in a day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had to use up every one of those 24 hours, you know, and that slept very little, but, yeah. you know, it was accomplished. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Knocked it out. Yeah. All right, and what about going back to school as a single parent? What's <laughs> oh, that like? I know you just said. That was crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> What was some of the hardest things and then what were some of the best times during that?
1: Um, probably the hardest thing was having to leave Hallie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that left her with my mom. Poor Hallie had two moms for a while. She had yeah. my mom and then me. Yeah. Um, and you know, just having to be gone a lot from her and um I was thankful to have the support once again. Um but the, the the best thing about it, I think, was the accomplishment to mm-hmm. finish school, to do something that I really enjoy.
0: Yeah. So that was Yeah, finding your passion it. through it all. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't say poor Hallie because, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you had two awesome moms and you and Granite, and that was, you know, yeah. you're two strong women. I can't imagine Thanks. two better people <laughs> that could have raised her. You're sweet. Thank you. Yeah. And um okay. So we're going to fast forward um I'm gonna say like I think it's like 11 years. 11, 11 years. 11 years. And you meet Jack who is so calm and serious and he loves Moana. <laughs> which is my favorite part about Jack currently. Yes. And, okay, real quick, like, we're going to get into Jack, but I need you to talk about Moana for a minute because he, it, Kim, is always posting (laughs) Snapchats. She's always posting Snapchats of Jack, and he's always watching Moana. And me and Brad (laughs) laugh so hard. So what is it that he loves so much about Moana? Okay, it's... What he says I says, that it, we're not embarrassing him.
1: <laughs> no. Well, he told me to leave his name out of it, but Whoops. I can't. <laughs> he loves what he calls the Polynesian music. The Polynesian <laughs> music? Oh, he my goodness. Does. And he'll tell you. It's just such a good story. So, he, oh he gets God. on a kick about Moana, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so funny to sit there and watch him, you know, sing the song. Does he sing every song? Just about, yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, I mean, I love Moana. I just, it's so funny to me because he is very, like, and he, he's funny. He is funny. Yes. He, he likes to joke around. But he, he appears very calm and serious most of the time. Mm-hmm. So when I see him watching Moana, I can't <laughs> help but smile. Can't help it. Yes. Um, but you guys do make such a great couple, and you found love again. How, after all that trust and emotions and feelings of being unloved, do you find love again? Like how did you know he was the one for you? How do you trust again? Well,
1: that's a great question. Um, it didn't come automatically. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> at all. And you know, I was in a different city, mm-hmm. very busy. And oh yeah, you guys were long distance. Yeah. Yeah. So all I can say is it was God yeah and I tell him often that he is my gift from God mm-hmm. because, I can see that. yeah, because I mean, it's just crazy how we even got together. but um, when we started actually dating, there were many phone conversations before we ever dated. Mm-hmm. but when we started dating, we both had some major trust issues, and I knew that he knew how to be committed, Mm -hmm. you know, because he had gone through some things himself in his first marriage. So we decided to go to counseling together um, just to work through some of that, Mm -hmm. you know, just the the trust issues and and how do you open up your heart again to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I had dated maybe two other people in those 11 years yeah yeah you were working mom <laughs> yeah so um and I just really once again had set my heart on I'm gonna be a single mom and I'm gonna work and that's it mm-hmm. so when God sent Jack into my life and I found out later that your mom had been praying for a Jack or someone mm-hmm. yeah
0: so um and you met him at our <laughs> church when you were yes. up here bringing Hallie to see her dad <laughs> yes yeah yes so, um, you know it's
1: just amazing how God works, and um, it took a while you know to really trust mm-hmm. that he wasn't gonna leave, yeah because you know that's what had happened before, over and over again mm-hmm. um but like I said before, also, he knows how to be committed, and once you've had. A relationship that didn't work out and wasn't so great—you kind of learn to stick to the important things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Cassie was saying. You know, you don't you you know worry about picking up somebody's socks or mm-hmm. who leaves the toilet seat up or, or right. whatever. I mean, stuff like that is mm-hmm. so menial
0: compared to the good stuff mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and you know I've watched your marriage now I was gonna say last several years but tell tell me how long have you guys been married now it'll be 16
1: years in May Ooh. and it seems like I mean it just seems like we've always been together
0: yeah it feels that way to me yeah because I don't yeah that's when you know when it's I, was good. Little, I don't really remember <laughs> yeah absolutely so, for the last 16 years, you've been a really good example, you know, to others around you. I feel like you guys don't talk Same. poorly about each other. You're just a precious couple to be around. I'm, you know, ecstatic when that happened for you. I remember when you got married because <laughs> you let us be in the wedding. I'm pretty sure we were, I'm pretty sure we begged you. No. <laughs> oh, my god, It was just a celebration. We wanted
1: everybody to be there mm-hmm. who had been, you know, a part of us getting together and, mm-hmm. you know, us being together. Um we just believe in treating each other with respect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I hear people just talk so ugly to their spouses or yeah. their girlfriend or boyfriend, and I'm just like, how can you talk to somebody that you say you love that way? Mm-hmm. You know, we may tease. <clears throat> excuse me, we may tease and kid around. Yeah, you know, but but we do have fun together. But we cherish one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're enjoying
0: life together. Yeah, yeah. And what advice do you have for married couples? I hear you say cherish one another, respect one another. Is there anything else that you guys have done that you think would help us out? (laughs) Well the rest of us. It's not perfect. (laughs) Let me just say.
1: Um but if you think about when you date someone, there's a lot that you overlook. Mm-hmm. Because you love that person, you're mm-hmm. so in love with that person. Mm-hmm. Well, why does that change when you're married? Mm-hmm. You know, why why do you not overlook those things when you're married? Yeah, you know, I know you're not together day in and day out most of the time when you're dating, but you know, I just think picking out the good parts mm-hmm. and focusing on that is
0: the most important thing. Yeah, you think that would help keep the the luster alive for for longer when you're focused on the good things?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of has for us. I mean, like I said, we don't, not every day's perfect. Yeah, um, but yeah, in general, just looking at the good parts of that person, and you know, just what you enjoy about them. Jack is what I appreciate appreciate about him is that he is steady
0: mm-hmm yeah no, it's a good word to describe
1: and um he um I've heard him describe love as like a rock that sits in the corner and it never goes anywhere it stays there it's steady it's always there
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know and that's what I feel like his love is for me and that's yeah. what I hope my lo- love is like for him
0: yeah I like that I like that a lot and um yeah, I just really admire you guys and how you, thank you you behave and respect one another. And I think you're a great example. Well, thank you. We're, we are blessed. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, so I'm going to go ahead and save the second part of the story for next week. Again, I want to thank my Aunt Ken for being so open and sharing from deep within her heart. I love how she found Jack and they have each other and Moana. And I can't wait for you to hear the next part of the story. And I know what you're thinking, what, there's more? And yes, God clearly saw she was a strong woman and knew she could handle more. So tune in next week and we're going to talk about her journey through cancer and why she is one of the most generous people I know and how she does it. I want you to remember you are strong, beautiful, and so much more. Thanks for listening.